Welcome to Evolve, a podcast about social entrepreneurs changing the world. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and today I'm here with experts Eli Libby and Kyle Nelson, who are going to share how to create foundations for a startup to have social impact. I will let Eli and Kyle introduce themselves in just a moment, but these are two startup veterans who have had both success and failure in several ventures. They pride themselves on having actually done the work of building a business and not just telling others how to do it. So essentially, these guys practice what they preach, as we will hear today how they are using their company Results Imagery to plant a tree for every photo taken. Now the four steps that we're going to cover today for how to create foundations for a startup to have social impact are the following. First, follow your passion. Two, find a co-founder. Three, be transparent. And four, develop a good founding story. Now these may seem very simple, but far too many people make their business complicated and forget to do the basics really well. So Kyle, Eli, go ahead and introduce yourself and why you guys are such experts on these topics. So my name is Kyle Nelson, co-founder of a company called Results Imagery here in Bend, Oregon. I have been pretty much bootstrapping my life since right out of high school. I've never worked for another person. I've always kind of thought myself as self-made. I I like to make my own decisions in life. And so I've always been an entrepreneur, always figuring out the new business, the new shiny object to kind of run after. And that's Mm -hmm. been part of some funded startups, some kind of individual solo startups, or just typical businesses over, over the past 12 years. So it's been quite the journey so far. Right now, uh, Eli and I, we co-founded a company called Results Imagery, which we focus on media development for e-commerce companies. But on top of that, we have a really cool corporate responsibility kind of program uh, that we're putting together that we're about to launch um, that we'll dive more into. My name is Eli. Uh, again, co-founder of Results Imagery. Worked in the startup world for the last seven years. Worked in a, a passion-based action sport company called Soul ID. That's where Kyle and I met. The social network for action and adventure sports. <clears throat> and my background really is in the love for uh, adventure and action sports, being in the outdoors and really thriving in that kind of an environment. And that's kind of where my background is. A lot of my background is in e-commerce and marketing and spinning that into uh, really propelling a startup forward and being mm-hmm. able to distribute a CSR program. And we'll, we're going to jump into that a little bit later. Awesome. Well, you guys have quite a bit of expertise on you know, starting a startup, building that from the ground up. So we're going to dive into a little bit of the foundations of when you're getting a startup going. Tell me a little bit, though, why the topics that we're going to go over today are important to the listener and you know, how they're going to apply immediately right now. Yeah, absolutely. The, the steps that we're going to go into really <clears throat> set the stage for your business. It lays the foundation out. And really, that allows scale. Mm-hmm. It allows scale and it allows allows you to fundamentally think about the business in uh, a couple different aspects. And again, I keep saying building the foundation, but that really is what these steps are going to allow you to do after listening to this podcast. And hopefully you have some actionable steps to step away with. Yeah. And I think to add to that too, most you know early stage founders or mm-hmm. entrepreneurs that haven't quite got their feet wet with, with starting a business, you're walking into it completely blind. You don't know what to expect. So even a, a, a short form podcast like this, just to kind of discover some easy to take, you know, steps getting started could really make the difference with your journey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are just kind of some steps that we felt like we wish someone seven, 10 years ago kind of just shared with us. Exactly. So. And though they might seem a little bit broad, they, they have actionable steps mm-hmm. within that. And we're happy to carry on conversations after. And we can give <laughs> contact information at the end of the show. Perfect. Well, let's go ahead and dive into the first one about you know following your passion and not letting anything get in the way of that. Absolutely. So especially in the stage of, of early stage social impact businesses, there cannot be anything that stands in the way of that passion. And the passion needs to be followed because every day you go to work, 
loving what you do. And you're going to be, you're going to spend 40 to 50 hours a week in an office or behind a computer or, you know, planting trees, whatever that might be. So having a passion-based decision behind that in order to pursue that makes that journey much, much Mm -hmm. easier. And we say that and we preach it and we preach it to our employees. We are in the in the media production business. And we really instill in our employees that every day they get to come to work and they get to take pictures for very cool brands. And they, mm-hmm. get to, they get to shoot video production for really exciting brands. That is their passion. And we really try to instill that in them. Mm. When we're talking about social impact, really letting that passion guide the way that you're taking, and taking on that impact. So I will relate it back to, to me and Kyle. We love the outdoors. The outdoors is something that has been in my blood since I was born giving back to the forest and, and kind of what the mountains do spiritually for me really are where my passion goes. And that is the impact that I want to give back to future generations. So anything I can do then to support that passion by providing, or for, in our case, we're going to be planting trees with results imagery. And that was a big part of that passion was guided that CSR program. When you become an entrepreneur or you're trying to kind of do your own side hustle, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, you're really changing your life from at work being nine to five to five to nine. So yeah. if, if it's something that you're having to chase and like move mm-hmm. towards and have a, a common goal, yeah. make sure that five to nine is something you can live and breathe and sweat and yep. bleed after. Like something that you're so passionate about that you're excited to go to work on Monday mm-hmm. and work towards this, this common goal rather than like dreading Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, look forward to Sunday night because you know you're going to be getting up and going to work. So I think that's one thing a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm going to grind. I'm going to hustle, yada, yada, yada. And then after like a few months, they're like, wow, this is not what I wanted. It was a cool business idea, but it's not what I love. <clears throat> you know, they like the idea of being able to make their own hours or make their own money or just be cool because entrepreneurship is the cool, new, sexy thing to do. But at the end of the day, when you're working that many hours, you got to make sure it's something you love. And that's how it's going to be something that's long-term and, and really make a big difference in this world. Yep. I think with as many challenges and whatnot that comes up in entrepreneurship, having something that you're so passionate about that will overcome those challenges. Like you won't right. see them as challenges. You'd be like, this is just one more hurdle I got to do to be able to have the impact I want. Absolutely. So let's move on to number two and finding a foundational co-founder to you know help spread that vision and you know get the passion with them. A lot of people, when they become an entrepreneur, they're, it's typically a, they're solopreneurs. They get started. They have their own vision and their own, their own thought process on how things need to be done. And a lot of times you go with your gut. You go with your gut feeling as an entrepreneur, you just know this is right. But more than, more than likely, you really need to fact check yourself and take a double take. And you know, we're, we're big proponents on having a co-founder. We wouldn't be able to do the things we've done without each other. We really mm-hmm. have this yin and yang to each other. And you know, we're both level-headed when it comes to talking about things. We don't argue. We don't do any of that. We, we, we just make sure that the conversation is on the table. And that's a really big thing with having a co-founder. But when you have someone that you can align your vision and your passion with, which was, it was really cool with us because he had this e-commerce background and the beautiful outdoors. I had this photography and video background and growing up kind of doing stuff in the outdoors as well. We knew that there was this collision of a vision that we could build something together that's you know greater than both of us. You know, one plus one does equal three. It, it's insane. <laughs> you know, what the power of two minds is. And a lot of times it's nice, you know, we have, well, I'm much touch on the personality traits. I feel like you kind of go over that really well. Yeah. Well, yin and yang is what we, what we always say, but really being able to trust that co-founder and they have certain skills that you don't have and you have skills that they don't have. 
and being able to align. <clears throat> and we've done personality tests and different management courses that we've gone through together as a co-founder to really identify where he's better and where I'm better, and then being able to respect that. So when you're going out to find that co-founder and seeking that co-founder, it's almost like you're, you're hiring somebody. If you, are, if you have this vision and you're going out to find, find somebody, you almost go through this kind of data analysis with them and maybe even put them through, you know, put them through some type of personality test test and understand if you can work with them and you can collab with them and there's no clash. Fortunately, we, we pair very well together. He leads off of his, off of intuition and I lead a little bit more on analytics. So that is a great, a great pairing. And we're fortunate to have that. But when you're seeking a co-founder, understanding that, you know, looking at the personality traits and almost looking at it from an analytical standpoint, because I'm going to touch into Analytical standpoint, does that match <laughs> the up there? You would say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I'm just like, yeah, whatever the dark kind of goes. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Head, you know? yeah. I think that's great, especially if you're able to do like a small project or something beforehand, where you can kind right. of like test exactly. out those yep. personality traits and see where everyone's strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. I think is an excellent way to go about it. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, a, a co-founder is your third half. You, know, right. you have another significant other. They really are there. You mm-hmm. see them more than you see your own family, your wife, husband, and kids. Like yeah. you're with them all day long on the weekends, late nights, early mornings, yep. literally texting, slacking each other late at night. Like it's just, you're more communicating with them than anyone. So you got to make sure that that's, it's like a, it's really like a bond in a marriage in a sense. You got to mm-hmm. make sure that there's someone you're very compatible with. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just kind of see someone's resume and Maybe they see the money or something and they're like, oh, that person's perfect. But mm-hmm. as they say, not too many uh, businesses can make it past three years. And I think it's all, it's typically leadership is what it is. And if that leadership isn't yeah. bonded together, it, it's just a setup for failure. Mm-hmm. And being a solopreneur is a very lonely spot. Or really being a, a, right. a leader of a company is a very lonely area to be in. You don't really have anybody that is on that same level to communicate your issues or communicate some things that you're going through mm-hmm. with. So we feel that that you know having a co-founder is just a fundamental piece mm-hmm. of starting a business early stage co-founder all the way mm. <clears throat> let's go ahead and go to number 3 and talking about transparency and especially in these types of social impact businesses yeah. there's a lot of companies out there that it almost sounds like it's too good to be true they say that uh, and I, and i know that there's some great examples out there so i don't want to hash on them but there are a lot of companies that say they're going to do this just as a PR move, as a sales move, and then they never really give back. So they're leveraging and they're, they're kind of doing it out of, out of you know, dishonesty. I think the biggest thing in starting a social impact movement around the business is to be transparent. And the ways and the actual steps to be transparent are to show people, you know, showing photos, showing videos of actually doing what, right. what they've said that they're set out to do. Right. If you're going to plant trees, Take photos of you planting a tree. Take photos of your team. Take do videos. Show interviews of what you've done to the clients you've worked with or interacted with, and how that impact has affected them and you. And be very transparent about that. I think that is that was the one piece that we really instilled when we launched our new program. At the end of the day, it does work as a PR and a sales move, but that's not the whole goal of it. It is really to create an impact bigger than ourselves. And to be transparent. That's the nice part too about, you know, we have our own program that we've created with an awesome company called We Hero that is helping companies around the world create these programs, which is really cool. But we also decided to become partners in 1% of the planet or members in 1% of the planet, which it's cool because 
even though our small donation might not make a difference, but when you have thousands of other companies coming together for the common good and everyone puts their portion into it, Mm -hmm. it's a huge difference that we're all making. So, you know, that's a great way to get started just there. If you don't know what kind of program you want, just go with 1% for the planet and they can help you get started. Yeah. And that is a, that is a good point too, is we do want to give, I think, a shout out to We Hero. I think for your listeners specifically, we, we think We Hero could be a great way to, to at least get the process rolling. And that could be an actionable step as well that we didn't talk about. But reaching out to We Hero, I think really is a great step to just being able to create the ideology behind your program, where that passion fits with that, and then actually creating the business plan behind that. I think they could really help, help us tremendously. That. That's why we, yep. we shout them out because we couldn't do what, they, what, we, what we're doing without them. So yep, really cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's awesome. I will definitely put uh, that in the show notes and the resources for everybody cool. to find out. I also wanted to touch on, you know, being 100% fully transparent and, you know, taking pictures of you planting right. the tree or whatever. Yep. One of the people that we interviewed last year, Brett Hagler of New Story, he's episode 33. He runs a company that basically builds homes in third world countries, but he takes donations and he'll track your donation through every single step to show you where the money's going. And then show you pictures of the exact family that your money helped to build their home. So it's basically showing the person, this is exactly what's going on with your money and full transparency of the situation. That's amazing. See something what we're doing is every photo that we take, a tree is planted. And at the, at the end of every quarter, every client that we work with is going to have a certification. Physical certificate sent to them saying, you know, uh, such and such company we planted 57 trees in the central Oregon forests. Yeah. So they put that proudly on their wall and be excited about something that more than just ordering some photos and video from a company, you're making an impact working with us. And through your dollars, we're able to you know, make that impact. So mm-hmm. it, exactly. it, it's a cool, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And everybody gets a chance to celebrate that way. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. That's really cool how he tracks every dollar. <laughs> I love that. that. That's, and at the end, you kind of see the very last sweet. piece, which is the house. Love that. All right. Well, let's go on to developing a good founding story so that consumers can get behind it and support it. Yeah. I think every company, like Eli was saying earlier, you can kind of think about, you know, what can I do like sustainable or something responsible towards social impact in the world? But when you align something that's true to your heart Mm -hmm. and something, whether it's been, you've been affected by or the passion of, of the outdoors, whatever it may be, it's a story behind why you can get people to support that you know, mission. For example, like with Snap One Plant One, Eli grew up in the forest. Like you said, it's a spiritual experience for him. It's where his calm is and where he loves. For me, I lost my home in the campfire in 2018. And so, and it was in the mountains, millions of trees were burnt down. So us together found this, this, we founded this program where we could make a difference, but it, it personally impacts us. Mm-hmm. I'm able to give back and plant some trees that were burnt down. And he can make sure that the forests are something that you know, generations below us can experience just like he's experiencing. So it's really, I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies just kind of like, hey, let's do this. They have this program. It's like a little thing in their footer. Like, that's cool that you're actually making an effort. But like, yep. dude, because if it's passion driven and something that you can really get behind, mm-hmm. it's going to go a lot further yep. than just doing a PR move. Exactly. From, from an audience standpoint, people like to connect with a brand. They like right. to connect with uh, a mission or a values behind it. In Central Oregon, there, there was large, large fires that happened last year. There was huge fires that just basically burnt down the state of Oregon. And our, our mission and some of the founding story is we just moved our company to Oregon. So we're trying to give back to Oregon and show that we are part and a fundamental part of the community. And we want to be right. heard. 
that is part of the story. And that is that would attract uh, a local organ company to work with us because they want to give back to the forest. They want to rebuild their state as right, well. 100%. So it really relates back to trying to create some type of a personal connection. But being transparent, being you know, being open and being honest with yourself. Why are you creating this? Why are you creating this program? And tell that story. People want to hear a good story. Yeah. People love following something yeah. that's the better good cause for the world. Exactly. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And I, I don't think it has to be, you know, in a gimmicky way, like you were stating oh. earlier. If you can come at it from the values that you have as a person, just like as you guys were talking about, it's a lot stronger and you're going to speak of it more. It's going to permeate through your entire, you know, company culture from your marketing all the way to your products. So I think that's the better way about going it. Totally is. What's the one action step from these that you've said today that you think listeners should take right now that would, you know, get them the ball rolling? I think it's a combination of a couple of them. I really do. I I, I really feel that it is setting your vision to what you want to do. So if you want, if you want to get back to the forest, plant that, like, like set that mission in stone, Mm -hmm. then you kind of backtrack into that. And now what do you need to do in order to, Make that come true. If you want to give back and you want to take water bottles out of the ocean, whatever that might be, start backtracking and make sure that it aligns with your passion to give back and then start building your story. I think that is the fundamental step to get people to, to buy in in the terms of emotionally buy into your, your project and your mission. I think that is what I would probably. Yeah. And I think kind of deep diving into like, you know, what, what that you're kind of chasing to go after, like see if that, that area has a support system. Like see if, you know, whether it's the trees, the homes, the water, whatever it is, like see if there's support systems already created there because there's no reason why to reinvent the wheel with these kind of things. There's companies out there that want to help further social impact. And that's why like with us, 1% for the planet, like they they will help you, you know, move wherever you want your money to be moved. If you need to, they can help you with that. Companies like We Hero, that'll Mm -hmm. help you say, hey, I have a $10,000, a $50,000 budget. How can I get something started? Yep. It doesn't, I mean, you don't even need a budget. I'm, I'm just saying like you could start with nothing, nothing more than an idea and a, and a move, mission to move forward. So I think just finding support systems too. Might yep. as well lean on the crutch if it's there. So, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Don't have to reinvent it if it's already out yeah. there. Well, where can people find you guys in case they want more guidance or support and some of the stuff that you've shared today? Absolutely. So we have a couple different areas. We have our own podcast, our own brand called Biz Bros. So if you go and check out uh, bizbros.io, you can kind of check it. We talk a lot about these kind of things as well. Talk mm-hmm. about business stuff or our company resultsimagery.com. And that's just our media company where we do photo and video and a little bit of marketing for e-commerce companies and other agencies. Yep. And stay tuned if you want to sign up for the newsletter uh, at Results Imagery. That will be where the Snap One Plant One, which is that program, that will be distributed and, and different you know inf- information about the program and how you can get involved with that if you wanted to help plant trees with us. Uh, that is a great spot to go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on Evolve today and sharing all your expertise. Absolutely, Absolutely. man. Thank you so much. Have a good one. That was Eli Libby and Kyle Nelson, founders of Results Imagery, showing us how to create foundations for a startup to have social impact. Their steps were one, follow your passion, two, find a good co-founder, three, be transparent, and four, develop a good founding story. Now, Kyle and Eli recommend the step that we should take right now today is to start crafting a vision and story around the impact we want to have. What is your passion? Why does your business even exist? What impact do you really want to have in the world? For me, my passion is education. So my core mission in life has become to evolve individuals through education, willpower, and skills to solve the world's greatest challenges. Currently, I'm working on that in two ways. 
The first is I'm currently building an MVP for a student-first online university that matches people's passions with educational skills to solve global challenges. The second is through this podcast, which is dedicated to revealing the tools, tactics, and wisdom of all the amazing people we have on the show to you guys. Now, if you would like to download the playbook Eli and Kyle shared today with actionable step-by-step advice and resources, then head over to evolvethe.world slash learn and click the Patreon button. Not only will you gain access to exclusive content, extended interviews, and step-by-step guides from all the startup experts we interview, but you will also be joining a community of founders just like you who are pushing the world to evolve. So go to evolvethe.world slash learn and click the Patreon button now. Thank you for listening and joining the Evolution Revolution. If this episode was impactful for you, then share it with a friend, because pushing the world to evolve takes more than just you or I. Until next time, my friends, keep evolving.